Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Sal Sports and Stuff podcast. This is uh, 10 days before the start of Bill's training camp. I'm coming at you here on July 15th, whenever you're listening to it. Of course, the team starts on July 25th. And then uh, just a couple weeks later, it's the first preseason game, August 8th against the Colts. The Bills will travel down to South Carolina, train with and against the Carolina Panthers the next week before the second preseason game, and that will be in North Carolina. The team, the Panthers, that is, they will train at Wofford College, which is where the Bills will stay and train with them. That is in Spartanburg, South Carolina. A couple practices Tuesday, Wednesday that week, and then head off to Charlotte for the preseason game uh, number two on Friday night. Back uh, at it in Buffalo, though, after that. So once you break camp after the Colts game, the first preseason game, that's going to be it. So a lot has been made about a shorter time out at St. John Fisher. That is part of the reason. But the reason I'm doing this today and coming at you is because I actually been waiting to put this out with EJ Gaines. Him and I talked a little bit right after the last, I believe it was, spring practice, OTA. And, you know, EJ was in Buffalo for a year. And then he left. He was he was the actual guy that got traded for Sammy Watkins when Watkins was traded out to the Rams. EJ Gaines came over with a draft pick, obviously, and he was really good for the Bills, but he just couldn't stay healthy, couldn't stay on the field. And when he did play, start and finish a game, the Bills had a terrific record. I think they they were like eight and three or something like that, but he just couldn't stay on the field, like I said, and really it just made it a, a tough choice for them to have to decide if they wanted to bring him back and you know risk paying a guy that couldn't stay healthy or let him walk. They wound up letting him walk as a free agent. He went to the Cleveland Browns, and again, he had some injuries, and he had a concussion. Uh, but the Bills brought him back, and I thought that was interesting. I didn't think they would bring E.J. Gaines back. Never thought of a guy like that coming back to Buffalo. He was never on my radar as far as DBs and guys that could go sign, but I think they feel he's in a better situation now. Uh, he's playing a little bit inside, some outside, but mostly inside from what I saw at uh, OTAs. He'll be behind Taron Johnson fighting for that slot corner spot. The Bills also brought in Kevin Johnson to fight with Levi Wallace for the outside spot. So a few things here. Uh, number one, the reason why that I wanted to get with EJ Gaines, I think that his perspective on being in Buffalo the first year under Sean McDermott and what that was all about versus coming back to Buffalo and now experiencing two years later, there's been a lot of changes, turnover in staff, things like that, different players that he's playing with. Of course, Tredavious White uh, was a rookie when he came here. Uh, in that Sammy Watkins trade, now he's in his third year. But Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer joining that group once again. But of course, with Sean McDermott, with Brandon Bean in their third year, in his perspective, perspective, excuse me, on that. But the other thing is, I'm finally wrapping up my AFC East position battles. And if you haven't seen, if you haven't read on Twitter what that is, I've been going through basically all the positions. I didn't do quarterback. I didn't want that to turn into okay. It's just going to be basically a. Darnold versus Allen type of fast here, you know, who's better, whatever. 
it's really more about the overall position and the depth chart of all these positions. And there's really only one quarterback. It doesn't kind of matter after that, although you do need a good backup. And Matt Barkley acclimated himself well last year when he played that one game for the Bills. But that said, I did O-line, running back, tight ends, wide receivers. And on defense, I did all D-line, meaning D-tackles and D-ends. I did all linebackers. And now I'm going to do all DBs. And the reason why I'm not breaking him off into safety and corner, so everyone knows, is because some teams just, play with guys and move them around and even so the, the the Patriots for example they list 13 DBs not safety or corner 13 DBs on their roster only one safety Patrick Chung and only two corners and that's Stefan Gilmore and Jason McCourty and a rookie so that's it all the rest of the guys are DB so that's why I didn't break them off to safety and DB and do this series plus I want to get it done before camp I want to make sure that all of these position battles are out there we got a lot more content coming at you I do at WGR550.com so please go to my Twitter feed at Sal Sports take a look at the screenshots I'm going to have out on the DBs if you're listening to this now and it's not out it will be maybe it's already out you can check it out It's AFC East position battles. I've been hashtagging that, all one word, AFC East position battles, to keep everybody in line and tune with what I've been doing through this positional breakdown series, ranking the teams in the division one through four on every position. And I think it's really interesting if you go back and look at the wide receivers and the O-line. I've learned a lot, and I think you will too, about all the different, you know, personnel and ways in which each team in the division is going to use all their players, especially when you thought, think about Brian Flores coming to Miami from New England. You think about Adam Gase coming to the Jets from Miami, the different types of uh, defenses they're going to use, Greg Williams with Adam Gase in New York. I think it's kind of interesting to notice some of the shifts in how some of these players will be used differently and some of the schemes that they want to employ. So go check that out. You can comment. You can vote. And I think this DB one is going to be really interesting because there's a really, really good argument on who has the best safeties in the division. The Jets with uh, Jamal Adams and Marcus May and the Bills with Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. You go beyond that, you look at the corners. I think clearly the Bills have better corners than the Jets do, but I think it's an interesting, I guess you'd call it competition on paper at least, between these four teams. Even the Dolphins who have Xavier Howard at corner. He's an excellent corner. Beyond that, you know, they have a lot of question marks. So go check it out. Like I said, vote and tell me what you think and then you know, I'll put together my rankings as well, and I'll have the article for you a little bit later this week, as well as some other stuff we're going to have with Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean, and a lot of content leading up to training camp, like I said. So I hope everybody can not only do that on Twitter, but give a listen to this interview with EJ Gaines, where we touch on his transition from Buffalo in his first year to Buffalo now, the third year of the regime, his second time around, and coming back to the Bills after going to Cleveland, how he's trying to keep himself healthy, what he's done in his offseason, and what he thinks that will translate to for him here in Buffalo. I found it very interesting. I like talking with EJ. I think he's a guy that really puts out a great effort, but unfortunately just has not been able to stay healthy. But I think he could be a very key part to the Bills secondary this year again, as long as he stays healthy. Here's my interview with EJ Gaines. Don't forget to go to WGR550.com as well as Sal Sports on Twitter for more. I want to ask you about your, your first time in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Just kind of what did you learn about the coaching staff? They were new, you were new. Kind of what was that experience like for you? Uh, it was really my first time being around a, a different set of coaches since I got, uh, got drafted. So it was honestly just a, a learning experience for me and I think for them also. And, and uh, I really enjoyed the way that they, they competed on the field and the, competed off the field, the type of guys they brought into the locker room and, and those type of things. I think that's the way you win in this league. So 
uh, coming back, man, it's just a great feeling for real. When it happened, obviously you answered questions about being traded, but now that you look back, what was that, that time in your life like when you when you got the news that you had been traded to Buffalo? You know, I think that's a rough experience for any anyone, and uh, especially, like I said, being a guy who played for Jeff Fisher pretty much my whole career, and uh, and getting traded out, out of the blue, it was kind of, it really caught me off guard. So uh, I really had to had to settle down, and it took a while for me to kind of get used to the new coaching staff, new, you know, environment. So after a while, I got used to it, and I liked it. I enjoyed it. Then you come here, and um, obviously your first season, you weren't in the lineup as much as you wanted. How frustrating was that year for you? To you were very productive when you played. The team was very successful when you played, but you weren't out there enough that you wanted to be. Obviously, what was that like for you? Like I said, that was rough. Also, you know, I had been a guy who hasn't hasn't really been injured too often, you know, in my career. So, uh, uh, getting injured like that and not being able to get out there and play with my guys was really tough on me. So, uh, that's really why I'm working hard this offseason just to make sure I can stay on the field through the whole 16 and plus games. So, and then. You had a free agency situation. You wound up, you know, not staying in Buffalo. What went into that decision, and, and how, how hard was that for you? Uh, I think it was it was kind of just the the amount of guys that they had here already, and and it also might, it might have to do with budget and, and that type of thing. So uh, me and my agent just had decided it was better to go somewhere else, and and also you know uh, Greg Williams, you know he mm -hmm. he definitely had a big big impact on me drafting me out of college and everything like that. So good guy, I enjoyed playing out there for him, uh, but I was excited to get back here to Buffalo also. And then same thing happens last year. Obviously you suffered the concussion, mm -hmm. um, you know, and then it, it's frustrating you're not out there, and you know how did you deal with that? This is the second time in your career, two years in a row now you're not on the field as much as you want to be mentally how, how do you as a professional athlete who's been out there performing at the highest level how do you deal with that oh uh, you know you just got to understand that injuries kind of come with the game and you you do what you what you can to prevent them and uh, that's really what I've been doing this offseason you know uh, that was my first experience really having to learn that uh, what you do off of the field and how you kind of avoid those things you know is is kind of you know, predetermined, and it's really on you what you can do in the weight room and and uh, being out here on the field, getting out early, stretching, warming up, do things like that just to uh, help yourself stay healthy. And that's what I'm trying to do as a so, vet now. So tell me about this offseason. What did you do differently? Anything differently? Uh, you know, with your body, physically, mentally, nutrition, all that kind of stuff. What did you do differently? Yeah, definitely nutrition and definitely in the weight room. Uh, they have my own my own program for me, soft tissue program, just to. Uh, be able to keep me healthy through the whole season you know I've I've been able to get to the season and get into the season and make plays but uh lasting the, the whole season has really been my uh my battle so really getting in there working on my soft tissue things and working on my nutrition being able to keep my muscles uh healthier and and hydrated really is what what I'm really determined to uh to do in order to stay out there uh for the whole 16 weeks you don't usually see guys who leave the same coaching staff in front office brings them back a year later <laughs> there must have been something there that was a mutual liking of each other you know and, and and respect for each other that they wanted you and you wanted to be back what why did you come back to buffalo like you said you, you hit it on the on the head the respect that i have for these coaches and and the way that they compete man the way that they handle this whole situation they handle their players the environment that they put that put us in and and it kind of took me going somewhere else to, to see the difference you know so uh, i was excited to get back and i told the coaches as soon as i hit for agency man this is where i wanted to be and if they felt the same way about me they bring me back and i guess they did so and obviously you come here, things are a little bit different. You have Trey now on the other side. Um, you have Levi, who had a nice undrafted rookie year last year, mm -hmm. Taryn in the slot. Kevin, they bring him. He's also been a guy that's dealt with some injuries. Mm -hmm. Tell me about this group that you're with and the competing and, and how you're acclimating now. Oh, man, I think I think this is a great group of guys, you know, coming back and uh, the new guys and adding uh, Tredavious White, like you said, was already here, yeah. but adding the new guys that we have is just, I think the competition is really going to bring the best out of everyone. and and let the, let the cream rise to the top. And that's really what I've learned uh, out of this this whole experience in the NFL, you know, is is com competition is really what brings 
athletes and the best guys out of the competition because that's what you have to have. It's not so much about who's the biggest, fastest, or strongest, but really who loves to compete every play. So. And I, I'm not out here every day. We're not with the media, but when I've seen you, mainly on the outside, is that where you're kind of focused right now? Is the outside have been playing any of the slot? Uh, yeah, I, I've been focused more on the outside. They had me more on the outside. They kind of put me in that nickel. Me and Kevin kind of rotate in that nickel a little bit just to get a little work in there. Uh, I love playing nickel, so if they, you know, whatever they ask me to do, you know, I'm, I'm ready to get out there and do to help this team win. Uh, I'm, I'm on year six, becoming a veteran, and I'm ready to win football games, get back to the playoffs. So. And a lot of the guys you're with are younger than you, too. I mean, and, and they're just in their – Levi's in his second year, Trey mm -hmm. Davis in his third year. Mm -hmm. Suddenly you're the old man of the group in some ways. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so in some ways I'm trying to take some of these guys under my wing and, and kind of teach them, teach them how it goes in, in this league. And, and really it starts with competition. You know, that's how I've made my career is competing, and coaches love the way I get out there and compete. And I tell them all the time, I was a six-round pick. You know, I wasn't an early-round pick. There's free agent guys who are out there doing the same thing, man. So it's all about competition and loving to compete. Now you've seen three different organizations, Cleveland and Buffalo are known as to have some of the best fan bases in the world. What is this fan base like? You've been to three different places now. The best. <laughs> That's all I can say, the best by far. I mean, they stick with their guys. They know their their, their players. They're, they're, they're through thick and thin, man. If you're winning, losing, they ride the roller coaster with you. And it's just, it's a great experience to be out here and ride around and, and you hear the horns blowing if they know you're a player. It's just, it's a great experience, man. Something that, that other places don't have. Thank you very much to EJ Gaines. Thank you for listening. Till next time on the South Sports and Stuff podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.